Hello, family. This is Pastor John, just reading the word. And we are in 1 Peter chapter 3. Father, I thank you for the wonderful, beautiful day you've given us today. I thank you, Lord, for your word that you have given to us that we might read it and learn it and apply it to our lives. I thank you, Holy Spirit, for the inspiration of the word for you give it life, and in turn, the word gives us life. So I pray that we, without prejudice, that we look at the word, the whole word, in context, and apply it to our lives. And I love you, and I thank you in Jesus' name. Amen. First Peter chapter 3. Wives must accept the authority of their husband. Then even if some refuse to obey the good news, the wife's godly life will speak to the man without any words. They will be won over by observing your pure and reverent life. Don't be concerned about the outward beauty of fancy hairstyles, expensive jewelry, and beautiful clothing. You should clothe yourself instead with the beauty that comes from within, the unfading beauty of a gentle and quiet spirit, which is so precious to God. This is how the holy women of old made themselves beautiful. They trusted God and accepted the authority of their husbands. For instance, Sarah obeyed her husband, Abraham, and called him her master. You are her daughters when you do what is right without fear of what your husband might do. I am aware that this is a controversial, a bit of a conflict. Paul says the same thing. Now, Peter here brings it to you. And the importance of taking the word and finding the truth and bringing it over to our day today without losing the truth. So that's a, a good hermeneutic is the word for that. So when he talks about wives here, we have to understand several things. Women were not educated in the Old Testament days. And they were barely getting educated in the New Testament beginning. So if women had a question, they would ask their husband and he would uh, give them information or insight it wasn't always totally correct. Uh, neither would it be today for us as individual human beings giving advice or, or uh, direction. If we haven't studied the word and know what the word says and why it says what it says, how can we even think that we could give good advice or direction? We need to learn the word. Husbands, in the same way, you must give honor to your wife. Treat your wife with understanding as you live together. She may be weaker than you are, but she is your equal partner in God's gift of new life. Treat her as you should so your prayers will not be hindered. Men, if your prayers are not being answered, don't think God doesn't answer prayer. Treat your wife as you should so that your prayers will not be hindered. Listen to the word. 
And finally, all of you should be in one mind, sympathize with each other, love each other as brothers and sisters, be tender-hearted and keep a humble attitude. Don't repay evil for evil. Don't retaliate with insults when people insult you. Instead, pay them back with a blessing. I want to share you a quick little story. Yesterday, I went to Foster Freeze down on Mooney here in Visalia. And there was a lot of long line. And the line uh, spilled out over onto Mooney. And it was completely blocking that, that one uh, right lane of the uh, southbound Mooney. And I had come in from the different direction. And another car had come in from the other direction. So there's a line going in. And there's three lines beginning uh, south, east, and west. Well, I saw the people who were on the street when I pulled up. I knew which car I was behind. And then a black car came uh, on the other end facing north, and I waited for three pickup trucks. And then it was my turn, and that guy in the black car kind of started creeping in. So I moved right on up into my spot. And the car in the street was behind me. Well, when it came time... The guy in the black car cut off the person, and I actually got out, and I said, hey, dude, that car was next. He goes, no. I go, okay, whatever, and I got back in the truck. And then the lady, a lady shows up at my window, and she says, uh, sir, it's okay. He's a young kid, and they're kind of cocky like that. We don't mind. So I got uh, my, I made my order. And I started thinking, I had heard a story once about a guy who, and I think it was on Facebook, but uh, the person behind him was all pushy. So when they got up to the window, like at McDonald's, they paid for their own food and they said they'd like to pay for the food for the guy behind them. And so the person took the money and then the person who paid for it said, well, give me the food. She goes, no, this is that guy's food. I said, I paid for it. Give me the food. So she took that dude's food and drove off. And so while I was in line, I thought of that. And I thought, you know what? I'm going to buy this guy's treat, and I'm going to take it with me. And when I got to the window, I said, let me pay for the guy's treat behind me as well. What did he have? And he had like a super large Oreo milkshake with whipped cream on it. You know, I'm dying here. And I paid for it. I got the receipt. And I just smiled and drove off. So this rude person behind me got a treat. And you know what? It didn't bother me at all. I knew that I shouldn't be rude. And, and uh, even if the kid doesn't know me and I don't know him, there is a message there somewhere. And I went home and enjoyed my little treat. Don't repay evil for evil, verse 9. Don't retaliate with insults when people insult you. Instead, pay them back with a blessing. That is what God has called you to do, and he will bless you for it. For the scripture says in Psalms 34, if you want to enjoy life and see many days, 
Keep your tongue from speaking evil and your lips from telling lies and gossiping. Verse 11, turn away from evil and do good. Search for peace and work to maintain it. Search for peace and work to maintain it. Verse 12, the eyes of the Lord watch over those who do right, and his ears are open to their prayers. But the Lord turns his face against those who do evil. Wow, great words. First Peter chapter 3, verse 13. Now who will want to harm you if you are eager to do good? But even if you suffer for doing what is right, God will reward you for it. So don't worry or be afraid of their threats. Instead, you must worship Christ as Lord of your life. And if someone asks you about your Christian hope, always be ready to explain it. But do this in a gentle and respectful way. Keep your conscience clear. Then if people speak against you, they will be ashamed when they see what a good life you live because you belong to Christ. Remember, it is better to suffer for doing good, if that is what God wants, than to suffer for doing wrong. Christ suffered for our sins once for all. He never sinned, but he died for sinners to bring us safely home to God. He suffered physical death, death, but he was raised to life in the spirit. So he went and preached to the spirits in prison. Folks, this is uh, one of the scriptures where it indicates that when Christ died, that he went and preached to the spirit in prison. And who were they? Verse 20, those who disobeyed God long ago, when God waited patiently, like while Noah was building his boat. Only eight people were saved from drowning in that terrible flood. And that water is a picture of baptism, which now saves you not by removing dirt from your body, but as a response to God from heaven, from a response to God from a clean conscience. It is effective because of the resurrection of Jesus Christ. Now Christ has gone to heaven. He is seated in the place of honor next to God and all the angels and authorities and powers accept his authority. Amen. What a great word. And uh, I pray that we have an opportunity to apply it to our lives, to share the gospel with someone today. Father, I thank you for your word. I pray for our nation, for our state, for our county. I pray for Visalia. I pray for not only the body of Christ, but those who don't know you, who are suffering, who are hurt, angry, frustrated, with this coronavirus. Father, I pray for our president. I pray for our Congress, for our governor, for our mayor. I pray, Lord, that wise decisions will be made and that the truth will ring out so that no one will miss it. For, Father, you are the truth. And I thank you in Jesus' name. Amen.